for more BYU baseball, let's rejoin Jason Shepard. We begin the top of the fourth inning. BYU finds itself down a run after leading 1-0, down 2-1. Two runs scoring in the bottom of the third for the Mavericks. Cole Gamble leading off the inning. And Holitz, the first pitch. Gamble fouls it straight back, strike one. Gamble. Now behind, no balls and two strikes as he fouls off that pitch again. One run, two hits, one error for BYU. Two runs, two hits, no errors for Omaha. The 0-2 to Gamble. Outside, 1-2. and two. Cooper Vest in the on-deck circle. Hayden Latham also due up here in the top of the fourth. The 1-2 pitch misses. Count even. Two balls, two strikes. A battle here with two. And a swing and a miss. That's a strikeout and out number one here in the fourth. Gamble yeah. retired. Elevated fastball there and just threw it right by him. Good pitch. That's Holitz's fourth strikeout of the ball game, bringing in Cooper Vest, who struck out in the second inning. One out, base is empty. Vest at the plate. Holitz delivers. Ground ball to short. Over to first in time. That ball hit up the middle, but it was the shortstop playing right over the bag at second. And quickly two away. Well, that's exactly what you want to do if you're UNO, right? You take a lead, then you get two quick outs, strike out and a, a ground out to short. Hayden needs to extend this and see if we can get another two-out rally going like we did last inning. We got a chance to score a run with two. Hayden Latham. Responsible for BYU's one run. His RBI single scored Josh Cowden in the top of the second. At that point, BYU led 1-0. Down 2-1 now, and Hayden looks at ball one from Holitz. The 1-0 on its way. Strike one. One and one now to Hayden. The 1-1 pitch. Swing and a miss, strike two. Got nothing but off speed. That's three straight sliders away to Hayden. The one-two pitch. Hit to first. Holitz covering. And one, two, three. Go the Cougars in the fourth. Home half of the fourth inning next. Cougars down 2-1 on the new skin. BYU Sports Network. You're listening to Cougar Baseball. Alongside Tuckett Slade, here's Jason Shepard. Bottom of the fourth inning, 2-1 Omaha. Jack Sterner back out for the fourth inning. He'll face Keel Crumweedy. The next pitch by Sterner will be pitch number 55 for the Cougar starter. And the first pitch 
Misses away, ball one. Crumweedy walked in the second inning, so no official at bat. Oh boy. That first pitch oh launched into left field over the wall. And that is a home run, a solo shot by Keel Crumweedy. Well, he definitely has an official at bat now. Solo shot puts Omaha up 3-1. That ball was absolutely tattooed. Was on time to the fastball right there. Yes, he was, and he's mobbed by his teammates in the Maverick dugout. And now it's 3-1 for the hometown Omaha Mavericks. BYU led 1-0, giving up two runs in the third and a run so far in the fourth. Bases empty, nobody out. The designated hitter, Eduardo Rosario. First pitch to Rosario, strike one from Sterner. Well, Cy Nelson's down in the bullpen, and he is getting hot quickly. I'm assuming uh, there's a good chance he's going to hit face the guy on deck, the left-hander. Brett Bonar. Your guy. He's a good player. 1-1 count to Eduardo Rosario. Sterner kicks and delivers the 1-1. Outside, 2-1. Keel Crumweedy. The home run to lead off the fourth inning. Mavericks with a two-run lead at 3-1. one pitch. Misses three balls and one strike. That was Crumweedy's third home run on the season. And I haven't seen the first two, but uh, I'm pretty sure that was his longest one, too. 3-1 pitch. Outside. And that's a walk to Rosario. So runner at first, nobody out. Bringing in the catcher, Brett Bonar, who struck out in the second inning. And it looks like Sterner will face Bonar. Oh, I spoke too soon. Head coach Mike Littlewood walking out, and he makes the call official. We'll take a break. Our first pitching change forthcoming on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. This is BYU Baseball. Now back to the ballpark and your host, Jason Shepard. The new pitcher for the BYU Cougars, as Tuckett mentioned, is Cy Nielsen, the lefty, number 13. This pitching change brought to you by PZ Printing. Nothing inspires like print. Side coming in relief of the starter, Jack Sterner. It's a 3-1 ball game here in Omaha. The Mavericks with the lead. Three runs on three hits. BYU led 1-0 after the top of the second, but have given up three in a row. Sai coming in with the warm-up tosses. Believe he has two or three more. And then play will resume. The situation here, bottom of the fourth, there's a runner on first. That would be Eduardo Rosario, the designated hitter. He was walked. There are nobody out. 
Well, Cy had a really good outing against Utah. Threw a couple of really big innings for us. It was one of the best he had looked with his fastball command. Hopefully he can, uh, you know, use the momentum from that game, come in here and get his job done. We need him to be the side Nilsson that we know he can be. And he will face the catcher, number one, Brett Bonar. Bonar hitting eighth in the order. Runner at first, nobody out. The first pitch to Bonar. Inside, ball one. Bottom of the fourth inning from Tal Anderson Field here in Omaha, Nebraska. The 1-0. Ground ball to first. Vest going to second for one. They'll try and turn two. The throw was there, but Vest did not have his foot on the, the bag. bag. Yeah, that's it. You've got to be able to get back to the bag. Either you get back to the bag or you let Cy Nielsen cover it. But uh, it's probably about a foot away, yeah. maybe, maybe six inches to a foot. And Bonar is at first on the fielder's choice. But a nice job, though, to at least get Rosario at second. And now one away. The number nine hitter, Grant Goldston, batting with one out and runner at first. Nielsen delivers. This could be two. Grand ball to short. Underhand over to second. Over Good to job. first in time. 6-4-3 on the double play. Great job by Cy Nielsen to get the Cougars out of the fourth inning. However, one run does score on the solo home run from Keel Crumweedy. We'll head to the top of the fifth. BYU down 3-1 on the new skin. BYU Sports Network. You're listening to Cougar Baseball. Alongside Tuckett Slade, here's Jason Shepard. Top of the fifth inning. 3-1 lead for the Omaha Mavericks. And we have a new pitcher. Number eight. Well, no, it's still Holitz. The catcher, number 11, Abraham Valdez. Abe Valdez leading off the top of the fifth. Holitz pitches inside, and it's ball one to Abe. Well, you're down three to one. Just chip away. Only the fifth inning. 1-0 pitch. Valdez lifts that ball in the right field. Esposito makes the catch. Valdez retired for out number one. Nice job by Cy Nielsen to come in relief of Jack Sterner in the bottom of the fourth. Close out that inning. That'll bring Brock Watkins to the batter's box with one out. The base is empty. And he looks at strike one. A heavy fastball in so far to Brock. They're liking to throw that to him. An 0-1 count to Brock Watkins. Holitz kicks and delivers. Inside, 1-1 one one now to Watkins. Speaking of size, shout out to size grandma, Roberta. 
who followed me on Instagram yesterday. <laughs> I know she's listening. 1-1 one, one pitch. It's the outside part of the plate. Home plate umpire gives him the call. 2-1 now to Brock Watkins. The 1-2 fouled back, and the count stays one ball, two strikes. That just got a piece of that. Good battle. Top of the fifth inning, 3-1 Omaha. They took game one last night, 2-1. Cougars will have to come back, but they're looking to even this series. 1-2 pitch, check swing, and Watkins did go around. That's a strikeout, and out number two. Watkins 0-2 with two Ks. Yeah, good curveball down. He tried to check his swing, but just couldn't, couldn't hold up. Back to the top of the order. Mitch McIntyre also 0 for 2. Lined out and grounded out. See if the Cougars, who have had some success with two outs, see what they can see if they can do it again here in the fifth. McIntyre looks to strike one from Holitz. Uh, he's just getting more confident as this game's going on. He struggled with command there in the second inning, but he's just been locked back in. And that's a base hit for Mitch McIntyre. Lined it into center field. Nicely done. Another two-out hit for the Cougars. And McIntyre at first base, bringing in Peyton Cole. Yeah, good swing right there. Got a change up. Stayed on it. Hit it right back up the middle. This is where, like you said, get a little two-out magic here. Cougars down two runs. First pitch to Cole. Fouled off to the left. Strike one. Both teams with three hits. McIntyre at first base, a two-out single. Cougars looking to chip away at the two-run lead by the Mavericks. The 0-1. And it's strike two to Peyton Cole. The Cougars' second baseman moved up into the number two spot in the order today. Holitz with the 0-2. Peyton stays alive, fouls it out of play. Fans, be sure to return those foul balls to the concession stand for a coupon for free ice cream courtesy of Highland Dairy. If I had that same thing at Oregon State, I could have got some free ice cream with my yeah. foul ball that I caught. <laughs> the 0-2 pitch, swing and a miss. And that's out number three, Cole down on strikes. And we'll head to the home half of the fifth. 3-1 Mavericks on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. For more BYU baseball, let's rejoin Jason Shepard. Bottom of the fifth inning. 3-1 lead for Omaha. Cy Nielsen out on the mound to begin the fifth inning. And he'll face the top of the order. Harrison Dank, Mason Prasoski, and Mike Bovey. Cy with the first pitch. Misses outside. Ball one. And the weather is coming. 
Starting to see rain in the distance inch its way closer. Starting to see some raindrops in the glass in front of us here at Tal Anderson Field. The 1-0 pitch. Fouled straight back. One ball, one strike to Dink. Hillside did a good job getting a couple of ground balls. Got a double play ball. Get out of that, that fourth inning here. One-one pitch. Misses. Two balls, one strike to Harrison Dank. Single in the first, hit by a pitch in the third. Two-one on its way. High and outside. Three and one now to Dank. Got to attack him right here. Make him earn it. Three balls, one strike. Mason Prasoski, the second baseman in the on-deck circle for Omaha. 3-1 pitch. Misses. Ball four. And the bottom of the fifth begins with a leadoff walk to Harrison Dank. So he has been on base in all three plate appearances. A single, a hit-by-pitch, and now a walk. And that's what you want your leadoff hitter to do. Last time he let off with the... Was the first guy to get on base. They sacked him over. Yep. See if they'll do that again here with the left-on-left -left matchup. Yeah, Mason Prasoski, the sack bunt in the first. He earned a walk in the third. And now batting with nobody out on a runner at first base. Prasoski showing bunt, takes strike one. Cougars down 3-1 here in the bottom of the fifth. Nobody out, runner at first. The 0-1 showing bunt again. The pitch actually nicked off of his bat. It went back all the way to the screen. Yeah, fouled, fouled the bunt straight back on the inside fastball. So, side jumping ahead of Prasoski. No balls, two strikes. Yeah, put him away right here. Go to that good hard slider running away. Get your strike out. Sai looks at first, kicks and delivers the 0-2. Misses low, one and two. One ball, two strike count to Mason Prasoski, the second baseman. As the rain picks up a little bit here in Omaha. The one-two from Cy misses low. Two balls, two strikes. Again, home plate umpire has not been giving that call all ball game. Yeah, just a little down. Cy really wanted that pitch. I know Coach Bradshaw really wanted that pitch. He's asking the umpire where it was at. Two balls, two strikes. Cougars down, two runs. The 2-2 could be a double play. Chopped to second. 
Over to second for one, and they will not make the throw to first. Yeah, but they do get the leadoff man for the first out. Yeah. Got the leadoff runner at second. Little high chopper there that uh, Peyton had to wait on to get that first out, and that's why they weren't able to throw to try for the double play. But So Prasovsky at first on the fielder's choice. That will bring in Mike Bovey with one out. The first pitch to Bovey. Slow roller to second base. Cole will go to first. Did yeah. not have a play at second base. Made the right call. Runner advancing to second. Completely sawed him off, right? Jammed him and just kind of honestly was more like a bunt than a, than a hit. Well, and he also had to wait for Prasovsky. He, he basically ran right in front of the ball. That's one of those ones there. If, if Peyton just keeps coming and... Tries to field that ball, and Prasovsky hits him. Interference? They can call that interference because you have to give the fielder the chance to field it, which means he would be out, and there would just be a runner at, at first. So, Well, the good news is there's now two outs. and But you're facing their guy, right? You're He's facing Chris Esposito. Two of their three RBIs on the day. First pitch to Esposito. Fouled out of play, strike one. And you do have a runner in scoring position at second base. one lead for Omaha. We're in the bottom of the fifth. Two outs, runner at second base. The batter, Chris Esposito, facing Cy Nielsen. The 0-1 pitch. Gets the call on the outside. Nielsen jumps ahead 0-2. Bear down right here, Cy. Go to your best stuff right here. Fastball up and away. Or go that slider down and in here. No balls, two strikes. Cy looks back at second. And now delivers the 0-2. Strike it. three looking, and that's Cy's first strikeout. And a big out against Chris Esposito. We'll head to the top of the sixth. BYU down 3-1 on the new skin. BYU Sports Network. You're listening to Cougar Baseball. Alongside Tuckett Slade, here's Jason Shepard. Top of the sixth inning, Cougars... Down two runs. It's 3-1 Omaha. Andrew Pintar will lead off. So the three, four, and five hitters do up for the Cougars. Pintar, Cowden, and Gamble. These are the guys that you want at the plate. Leading off the top of Trying to make a comeback here. Facing Holitz. And the first pitch from Holitz misses to Penny. Ball one. Penny has one of our three hits on the day. Singled his last time up. Yep, in the third inning. And he fouls the 1-0 pitch off to the left. The count even at 1-1. One one. Fans, be sure to return those foul balls to the concession stand. For, for some reason, there was a fan in that exact there. spot out in the middle of nowhere that grabbed that foul ball. 1-1 one, one one pitch. Call that the heckler spot out I, there. I guess. 1-1 one, one misses high and inside. Two balls and one strike. Be on time here for a fastball. And now he's out there juggling. 
2-1 pitch. Good swing. Lined over the head of the second baseman and into center field. Penny rounding first, looking towards second, but will keep it at a single. And not a bad way to begin the sixth inning. A leadoff single by Andrew Pintar. That's two on the day. He's two for three. Well, he's quietly having a really good weekend. That's his fourth hit now on the weekend. What are we checking here? Uh, this may be a weather thing. See lightning or something? They may have seen lightning, and if it's anything like Don't do that, That's like a, the situation in Utah, if you have a lightning strike in the area, it is 30 minutes where you cannot be on the field. The umpires will wait to see what the situation is. They're bringing out the facilities manager, or is there maybe someone up on the stands doing something? Yeah, there there may be. Know. It may not be weather. Now I don't I don't think it's weather. They're everybody's heading back to their spot. I think you're right. It may be Well, I don't want to speculate, so we'll wait till we get some sort of clarification. They're pointing at something they Yeah, they like. they were pointing to something in the off to the right in foul territory, but I, I can't see what they were pointing at. Josh Cowden swinging a miss for strike one. BYU now out hitting the Mavericks four three, but Omaha with the 3-1 lead. Cougars looking to change that here in the sixth inning. Leadoff man is on. A leadoff single by Pintar. He's at first. And Holitz with the 0-1 pitch to Cowden. Pitch misses 1-1. One and, one. and that same pitch that's right down the middle but just a little low does not get the call. Come on, Josh. Get it going here. 1-1 pitch to Cowden. Swing and a miss. Strike two. Holitz nearing 80 pitches now here in the sixth inning. A left-hander down, warming up in the pen. One ball, two-strike count. Designated hitter Josh Cowden awaits the one-two. Pitch inside, two balls, two strikes. Two strikes here, battle. Battle, battle, battle. Get a ball elevated and put a good swing on it. Holitz with the 2-2 pitch. Spoiled by Cowden. Fouls it out of play. And we'll do it again, 2-2. Two two. Yeah, foul off his pitch and wait for yours. By the way, what do you think the chances are that the web broadcast to the left of us can hear me talking? You think I'm on both broadcasts, you think? Well, I can tell you 100% they can hear you. Whether or not their mics are picking you up, we'll see. 2-2 two -two pitch to second base. One hopper. They get the leadoff man, Pintar, at second. Cannot turn the double play. Took the short hop on Prasovsky at second. Able to throw to second for one. Cowden beats the throw out at first. So, Cowden now at first with one out. Cole Gamble, 0 for 1 officially, walked in the second, struck out in the fourth. The first pitch to Cole. Inside, a ball one. Jeff, it's, been a, it's been a while since Cole Gamble's had a home run, right? Dixie was the last home run that he hit. I think it's about time. Yeah, and that was a no-doubter over the right field wall in St. George. 1-0 pitch. 
Strike one. Get a fastball and be on time here, Cole. Just like he did in the ninth last night. The 1-1 pitch inside in a really good block by Bonar. Kept the ball in front of him, and Cowden stays at first. Two balls, one strike. Cooper Vest in the on-deck circle. Holitz delivers the 2-1. Fouled out of play off to the left. He's still mad at himself right now because he got a fastball to hit there, and he missed it. He fouled it back. Uh, Division One baseball, not very often is a pitcher going to make two mistakes in an at-bat. When you get a mistake, you have to be on time for it. Now you get two strikes, you just got to battle. The 2-2 pitch. Hit down the left field line. It will go foul. Favorite fan again. That's right. The heckling juggler is going to have another baseball. He's got three now? That's, well, he... He's got three. He's got, he's got three baseballs. Now, that's now, like he's, now three, he's juggling. Now he's really juggling. That's three scoops of ice cream if he wants to turn him into the concession stand. Now why turn him in when you can juggle? Two-two <laughs> pitch inside, and now a full count to Cole Gamble. Well, had he scores in that pitch, as the catcher, he might have gotten strike three. That was a close pitch, but because he dropped it, the umpire usually doesn't reward you for that. So break there for Cole. Now full count battle. You might see Josh take off here. and Find a way to keep this going. One out and a full count to Gamble. Runner at first. The payoff pitch. Stay fair. Stay fair. Gamble hits that ball down the right field line, and it just goes foul. And you had asked for a home run. That was home run distance. It just went foul. Uh, And I'll be honest with you. That was not foul by much. No. That was so close to a two-run home run and tying this game up. Oh, my goodness, how close that was. Yes, it was. Win this battle here. Win this battle, Cole. The payoff pitch. Hit into center field. Dank moving back to the warning track at the wall. Makes the catch. That was not an easy catch, but he made it, and two away, Cowden back at first base. Man, and let's be honest, Gamble did not miss a home run by much on that swing. No, he hit that ball hard. I mean, he literally caught that ball and hit the wall in left center field. Boom, boom. And and, and look where he was shading him that way. If he's playing normal dip, that's a double. And we got things going. It's very similar to how he got into second on the second base yep. leading off the ninth inning. Yep. Hit it hard. It's all you can do is hit balls hard. Give yourself a chance. Cooper Vest now at the plate with two outs. Fouls the first pitch off strike one. Yeah, Coop's struggling this weekend so far. Just not seeing it very well. Just slow yourself down here. Cougars 11 and 18 overall. UNO 13 and 16. The 0-1 pitch to Vest. Fouled it back, and now Coop falls behind 0-2. Well, that's the hard thing. Coop now is starting to get enough at-bats now that 
young freshman is now at the point where they're scouting reports, right? They're seeing, hey, that he's struggling with that changeup. Right-handed pitchers are throwing that changeup, running away from him, and he's not putting good swings on it. So as a hitter, you got to make an adjustment and say, hey, this is how they're trying to get me out here. I'm not getting as many fastballs. I need to stay on that pitch and try to drive it the other way. 0-2 pitch to Vest. Swing and a miss. That's a strikeout. Cougars are retired. They'll leave a runner at first base. Bottom of the sixth. Coming up after this, 3-1 Omaha on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. This is BYU Baseball. Now back to the ballpark and your host, Jason Shepard. Well, we have the answer to what uh, caused a bit of a brief pause when the umpires, we thought maybe there was lightning strike in the vicinity. The umpires got together and they were pointing to something into foul territory in right field. What we found out is there was actually a light that may have been positioned into somebody's eyes on the field. So they needed to go. They were telling them they needed to go adjust it. And that's what they did in the middle of the sixth. So the question has been answered. 3-1 lead for Omaha as we begin the bottom of the sixth. Leading things off, Parker Smeckle facing Cy Nielsen. And it's ball one to Smeckle. Smeckle, 0 for 2. And the 1-0 misses high. Two balls, no strikes. Keel Crumweedy in the on-deck circle. His last at-bat was a no-doubt home run over the wall in left field. Put his team up 3-1. That's our score now here in the bottom of the six. 2-0 pitch outside. And it's 3-0 to Smeckle. Come on, side attack right here. Got a big-time strikeout to end last inning. You've thrown well. Got to attack hitters. No free bases. The 3-0 pitch right down the middle, strike one. Throw it again, throw it again. The 3-1 pitch. Hit into right field. Gamble moving back. And that ball is gone. A solo home run for Parker Smeckle. That ball continued to carry. It was almost hit on a line. It was. And it creeped over the right field wall. Doesn't matter how you get it over the wall. Just get it over. And it's now 4-1 Omaha. Yeah, and he was put a really good swing on a 3-1 fastball. You fall behind 3-0, you... You get back into a 3-1 and then 3-1 fastball on the outer half, and he just took it that way down the right field line and barely snuck it out for a solo shot. So 4-1 lead, still nobody out. And Crumweedy. Already done damage today. Already done damage today. Batting again. Takes ball one from Cy. Both teams with four hits. But Omaha's turned them into four runs. BYU just won. Check swing by Crumweedy. And I believe, yep, he called it ball two. 
So two balls, no strikes to Keel Crumweedy. The 2-0 pitch. High and now 3-0. And it's back-to-back -back batters where Sai has fallen behind. Three balls and no strikes. Yeah, this is where you really get yourself in trouble. We've just seen this, right? Good, powerful hitters. You fall behind 3-0. Got to attack hitters. Got to get ahead. Three balls, no strikes. Nobody out. Base is empty. 3-0 pitch. Hits the outside part of the plate in a very late call by the home plate umpire. Crumweedy was about to drop the bat and start walking to first. It's one of those 3-0 pitches, I tell you, that the umpire always expands on 3-0. So 3-1, yeah. the count. 3-1 pitch. And it misses low. And Crumweedy will get the walk just one pitch later than he thought. So... Crumwitty at first base, still nobody out. Already in the inning, a solo home run by Parker Smeckle, increasing the Mavericks' lead to 4-1. to one. And now timeout is called. The Cougar infield out on the mound, as well as the catcher, Abe Valdez, and they're conversing. Yeah, yeah trying to settle side down. Plus, what they're really doing here is giving, uh, I think it's Drew Zimmerman who's down in the pen, giving him a chance to get ready to go because Sai all of a sudden this inning just doesn't have a good feel for it. Falling way behind hitters. Coming up a home run and now a walk. Can't let this game get out of, get out, get out of control here. It's still within reach here. Got to find a way to get some outs here. Another offense try to chip away. The designated hitter, Eduardo Rosario. Is lined out and walked. Runner at first, nobody out. Nielsen's first pitch to Rosario, and it misses high, ball one. We're in the bottom of the sixth inning. Tal Anderson Field in Omaha, Nebraska. Well, it's, uh, it's fastball control is what has hurt Cy this year, right? He's got such good stuff, but fastball command, and, and, and because of it, his walks. 1-0 pitch in the dirt and a block by Valdez. And I think Coach has seen enough. Yep. Coach Littlewood walking out, makes the call. We will have a pitching change with a 2-0 count to Eduardo Rosario when we come back on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. For more BYU baseball, let's rejoin Jason Shepard. Zimmerman, the new pitcher for the Cougars. This pitching change brought to you by PZ Printing. Nothing inspires like print. Zim, his eighth appearance on the season. He's pitched six and two-thirds. Comes in with an ERA of 6.75. He's given up five hits, five runs, all five earned. He's walked seven, struck out six. And he'll take over with a 2-0 count on the batter, Rosario with nobody out and a runner at first base.
Jackie Zim, number 24 for the BYU Cougars. Finishing up his warm-up tosses. Jason Shepard and Tuckett Slade with you from Omaha, Nebraska. Tal Anderson Field. Appreciate you tuning in for BYU Baseball here on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Cougars down three runs. They led 1-0 after the top of the second, but two runs in the third, one run in the fourth, and one run in the bottom of the sixth has the Mavericks on top 4-1. Yeah, big spot here for Zim. Need some big outs right here. 2-0 pitch. Strike one to Rosario. Game three tomorrow, noon local time, so central time, 11 a.m. Mountain, and we'll have it for you on BYUCougars.com in the app. 2-1 pitch. Fouled off to the right side. 2-2. Two and two. We will not be on BYU Radio 107.9 FM because of BYU women's soccer. They will be on and then join in progress. So we will start on BYUCougars.com and the BYU Cougars app tomorrow at 11 a.m. Mountain, 12 Central. 2-2 pitch inside, and now a full count to Rosario. Well, and you diehards, go ahead and throw soccer on your iPad, throw us on your phone. I like it. You know? I like the way you're thinking. Yep, get all Cougar action you can and then get ready for volleyball later that day. That's right. Man, I wish we could go as a team to go support the volleyball team, but they got a little bubble there and they're not going to allow us to go see it, but that would be a lot of fun. Yes, it would. Such a good program. Payoff pitch. Spoiled by Rosario. How many straight Sweet 16s is that for volleyball? Like 100? Feels I like. believe it's actually 103. Yeah. It's just what they do. I mean, you can just pencil them in for at least a Sweet 16. Yep. Like, it's crazy. with Both with what Heather Olmstead has done with the women and Sean Olmstead has done with the men, those two programs are absolutely elite. Yes, they are. Sim with the payoff pitch. Hit to third, gets past Watkins and into left field. Yeah. That'll be a base hit, and now runners at first and second. That's the fifth hit for the Mavericks, and with nobody out, Omaha keeps it coming with runners at first and second. Yeah, ball hit to Watkins' left there. Chance for double play, but one of those tough ones where it's basically going to skip right before in the hole, and you're moving to your left hard. And he tried to pick it, but it wasn't able to get his glove there, and it gets by for the single. Had he picked that, it would have been a really good play, and they would have had a chance for a double play. But uh, kind of feels like one of those nights right now. Find a way right here, Zim. Get you another ground ball. The catcher, Brett Bonar, hitting with nobody out. You look at the lights up there in the outfield, you can start seeing that it's really starting to come down. Yep. The intensity of the rain increasing here in Omaha. First pitch to Bonar. Bunts it foul. Four one lead for the Mavericks. It took game one, two one. 
and they lead here in game two, four to one. Four runs on five hits, no errors for Omaha. One run, four hits, one error for BYU. You see a few umbrellas, but most people just braving the uh, the drizzle. A cold <laughs> drizzle. Yes, it is. Temperature has certainly dropped a little bit. The pitch to Bonar, showing bunt, pulls it back and takes ball one. So one ball, one strike. Mine says that it's 45 right now, but it feels like 42. Yep, 45. 80% humidity. That's raining. <laughs> one ball, one strike. Drew Zimmerman, the third pitcher for the Cougars. Jack Sterner got the start. Cy Nielsen came in relief of Jack. And now Zim in relief of Cy. Pickoff move back to second is thrown into center field. And it's bobbled and gets, gets past Mitch McIntyre. And they're going to have the runner try to score from second base. And he scores easily. It is now 5-1 Omaha, and in the process, the runner goes first to third as well. 5-1 Mavericks, still nobody out, and a runner at third base. Well, I guess when it rains, it pours, Shep, and another error costs us another run, and it, the advancement all the way from first to third because of the error. Infield has to play in now. 1-1 pitch. Bonar lifts that oh, ball into right eat, field. Cole. Let it eat, Cole. They'll, yeah, they know better yeah, than they, that. They know they better than that. They saw the video from the, the yeah. game against Utah yeah. on Tuesday. Did not try and tag from third and score. So now one out. Bonar is retired. The number nine hitter, Grant Goldston, at the plate. But two runs have already come across home plate here in the home half of the sixth. It is 5-1 Omaha. And excuse me, swing back to Zim. Underhand throw to Vest at first and two away. Runner at third stays put. That Nicely is Rosario. Done. That's two big outs right there. Not yes, to let them to grab the sixth run. And now you just find a way here. Keep it to 5-1 you know, we still have nine outs offensively to work with. We've done a really good job of late, you know, getting, uh, you know, putting some hits together late in games. And so we're not out of this game here. We just got to find a way to get an out here and then just get some momentum going offensively. Yeah, three errors for BYU. Certainly have not helped BYU's causes tonight. Oh, yeah, there was two errors on the one play right yep. there. The overthrow from Zim, and then Mitch overran it and missed the ball, and it got by him. That's the crazy part is if, if Mitch doesn't overrun it, it's second and third. And, and if everything plays out the way it out, did, yeah. Ground out, and we'd still be right here. It'd be four to one. I'm not saying that it's going to play out that way, but. 1-0 pitch to Dank, fouls it off, evens the count at one and one.
Harrison Dank, the leadoff man. Single, hit by pitch, and a walk in his previous three plate appearances. 1-1 pitch. A high fly ball down the left field line. Latham moving over towards the line, makes the catch. And the Mavericks are retired, but not before two more runs score in the bottom of the sixth. They lead 5-1 as the Cougars come to the plate in the top of the seventh next on the new skin, BYU Sports Network.